0: And so begins the war on Christmas. Bummer. We're more likely to believe in an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouth. Fuck you, man.
1: Gentlemen, you are now rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario. And I'm your host, Valley Oglacius, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the best Pest mode by Loop Balloons. Known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. And with me as usual, the man I cannot do without Adam Strange, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. Yeah. Um so I just kept stumbling across like bummer news all day.
0: It's that's so how it is now.
1: That's how the world is nowadays. Well, um, I saw that Elon Musk has is re, is reinstated uh, Alex
0: Jones yeah, he, on Twitter. He just, he, he just, just fallen down a hill of shit for the last life, for just months. Like, dude, was... he, he was in Iron Man too, because mm-hmm. people used to compare him to a real life Tony Stark. Right. And I think that wasn't that long ago, like less than a, maybe a decade, probably two. I don't know. I'm old. Yeah. But um, now, he. Alex Jones, like all the advertisers flee from his platform because he's a dumb douchebag. He doesn't understand how racist he is. And he's like, you yeah. replacement theory. Those Jews, they're paying to make the Mexicans take over.
1: Yeah.
0: And he said, I think the, 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 the tweet he had was someone had said that, um, I forget what it was, but it was basically that it's the Jews' fault that people hate white people now. Right, right. Which is just insane. It just I just, just that, that theory. And he was like, correct. That is the Jews' fault. People used to love the white folks. Now they're just mad at them. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You used to control all media. So like, if somebody was like, ow, these white people are hurting me, yeah. people, people would shoot that guy <laughs> and bury him in a hole or hang him from a tree so everybody could fucking see. Fuck you. We know what history is. But so he's a dumb dick, and he did some dumb shit. And so this, a company that looks at media was mm-hmm. like, hey, look at this media. It's covered in Nazi shit. Hey, General, General Motors? You know that ad for your new Silverado? Well, it's right next to fucking Hitler. Mm. And so they were like, "Well, that's not good for business. Let's stop doing that." And at the same time, Twitter's not relevant anymore. Nobody even looks at X. Like, I, I have I haven't for a long time. I mean, I know I'm an outskirt. I mean, I never really was on Twitter anyway. And that, That's the thing. Elon is convinced. Like, at the le- a little while ago, he was at this convention and they were like, "Hey, you know, all your advertisers are leaving and you need them to have a business." And he was, "Well, they can go fuck themselves." Yeah, and the guy I saw was that like. One. Um, are, are, uh, are, are you serious? Yeah. You, know, you know what you're saying right now? Like, yeah. like, and he even said, he's like, well, you know your CEO, she's right over there in the audience next to those CEOs you're insulting right now. And you know she's going to have to apologize for what you're saying right now. And he was like, well, you know what? They can deal with Earth. And he I was like, what? And he's like, well, the people of Earth will be the final judge. Yeah. He was like, you know that not all, not even partially, kind, like Facebook, not everybody on Earth is on Facebook. Facebook mm-hmm. is about 20 times more people or more than Twitter. Hmm. Twitter was never competing with Facebook. They're like a little sliver. They're not even competing with Instagram. Twi- really? Twitter, no. They have many, many less users in general. And then the problem when he bought Twitter, one of the reasons he was buying it is because it was so full of bots. Those aren't even real users. And then he was like, look, I'll get the real users to pay me five bucks a month. They, there weren't any. No, they didn't want to do that. Nobody's. It's, it's not like that. I don't It's like, that's a funny thing where, like, there was this moment where Google Plus and all these social medias were all just coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. and Now they're, they're Snap. Nobody gives a fuck about any of this shit. Nobody even cares about Facebook anymore after fucking Trump. Honestly, the Trump pandemic, I think, after the pandemic, people had so much time inside online that they were mm-hmm. just like, you know what? I don't think I want to look at this for <laughs> like five years. Take a healthy break from this. But so he's falling and losing advertisers left and right. All the big ones. I even saw an argument after he said "Go fuck yourself," where it was like Walmart decides to take Elon Musk up on his offer. Yeah, like that was the headline. You know, like also everybody left, and he was like, "Well, what can I do? I'm gonna bring Alex Jones back. That'll sweeten it up. Maybe he can like retweet something from Andrew Tate." So yeah. Guess what the first thing Guess what he did when Alex Jones got back? What do do? He retweeted something from Andrew Tate. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, the guy that got pwned by a teenage girl. Yeah, and ended up in jail for making a bad pizza joke. He's like, I am gonna make a recycling joke. <laughs> Clink.
1: Yeah, that that was fun to watch. Um,
0: Sorry, everybody. I the right wingers just get me worked up.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just kind of watching um, Elon just fall apart on a day-to-day basis like ever since he bought the damn Twitter or X, whatever.
0: I read a really good in-depth thing that was, a lot of it stemmed in this weird way from one of his sons is, is now a daughter. Okay, He's got like 11 kids, okay? And one of his children decided to, to change genders, and that apparently was the tip-off point. Like, right when that was happening, he somehow made some kind of tweet that was like, oh, the government's turning these kids into this. Like, he basically made some kind of statement right when Mm. his kid was like, hey, dad, here's what I'm thinking about. And then he just goes out in public, and he was like, well, fuck this. The government's indoctrinated my kid. And (laughs) and he apparently never came back from that. And the kid was like, well, I'm never fucking talking to you again. Imagine that. Your dad's the richest person on the planet. And you're like, you know what? I would rather be poor. Fucker. I I don't think he's going to be poor. No. She. she, (coughs) Oh, she. Sorry. They. They. Gee. But still, like, f- fuck you, like, bye uh-huh. I'm not ever talking Like, you gotta be a dick You know, like, if my dad, could, if he had that much money I Nah, probably I'd put up with a lot of shit But not not that much Like Alex Jones coming back, you know, at least one of his 11 other kids Has gotta be like, really? Like, looking at his ph- their phone Fucking dad What the fuck Every day People know you're my dad, fuck
1: also, after like uh, Alex Jones kind of imploded, like is that
0: is he going to have the kind of following? That's no, gonna... None of them do right now. Here's 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 what happened. Okay, when when the right wing media first became a thing, and it really it was always there, it just had low numbers, and then fracking money got got injected into it, mm-hmm. and everything had money to advertise, and this is where everything came from, like the Breitbart, all of it, fucking um, Daily Wire. Jordan Peterson you name somebody yeah. it will come back to a a meeting in Texas where a bunch of fracking guys were like how come all the media is liberal so and when they first came out some of them were doing okay because there was a thirst for it mm-hmm. then they oversaturated the market there was too much of it and right now the problem is instead of like I don't even know like fortifying the old buildings they're making new ones so like they're shooting up all these new things we're like ben shapiro has new movies coming out every other day that nobody's watching mm, there's wow. new networks bent key at children's fucking streaming i
1: never heard of that
0: i forget what ben what's ben shapiro i just said it what's this thing called um daily no daily? no but whatever his is it's something plus it, that's the new if you have a streaming thing you just say plus and then streaming service but he's got like three streaming services there alex jones does not have the numbers anymore trump <laughs> Doesn't have the numbers at his rallies, and like, yeah, the numbers are down for this. and they were already narrow margin between like people that want democracy and don't care anymore, right? But like I was just telling you before we started, Fraser, Kelsey oh, Grammer yeah. is out there on a media tour, and Universal, they, like nobody's watching the new Fraser. Fraser came back here. Now here's what I, I think. I didn't
1: know that there was one.
0: Yeah. Now he came back to New York. And he's, his son lives there because he had a son from the first show that he, with Judith that he just never, they, they, they had him in the beginning and they never talked about it throughout the series. They just oh, Lilith, forgot. yeah. Lilith, yeah. So she, he's out there. He's got a son. and So he goes to be a, a, a real dad to his son who's an adult now in New York. And now he's living in New York and he's going to be a psychologist there. Hmm. Now, personally, somebody said Frasier reboot. I, it's easy. He goes to Boston. The bar is sitting empty. It has been for years. The first episode is him walking into the bar and like knocking the dust off it and being like, Bartender's always been a psychologist. Boom, Frazier's the fucking bartender at Cheers now. That's Whoa. how you bring Frazier back. That's it. And then other characters want to stumble in every now and then. I'm sure the second it opened, it'd be funny to have Norm was just already in there. Yeah. Like, oh, you're back. Okay, good. Somebody here. Like, are you living in the back? Yeah. And then Norm's the other bartender. You know, whatever. It could have been done. They didn't do it. He goes on TV in England and he starts talking. The guy brings up politics and he brings up Trump and what a great president Trump would make. A guy from Universal jumps up behind the scenes, and I read an article about this. is how I even know mm-hmm. about it. The guy from Universal was like, oh, okay, cut. We're done. We're good. We're good. Cut. Okay, yeah. We're good, good. Good. Go to the next segment. And go. And apparently even, like, Frazier was looking up at, off screen like, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and he goddamn knows what that guy's job is. I'm sure when the guy brought up Trump, he was like, oh, shit. I'm not supposed to. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the numbers are so low that and pe- other people would be like, well, that's just because the corporate media has picked a winner, and they don't want to have... Mm-hmm. A patriot, you know, but no, it's because you can't sell that shit anymore. Not enough people want to buy it. They need to stop mentioning it.
1: And yeah, that, yeah, I agree. And but also, like, who is Kelsey Grammer? Like, how far out is he that like he knows that he has to have a handler because he talks bad yeah. shit crazy, and he's gonna fuck up his own money if he keeps doing it. But he does it anyway.
0: Yep. He's like, you, you know you have a handler, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. Dude. He seems like, just looking at, I I, would, I think he, I don't know shit about him. I hate to, hate to randomly speculate, but I'm guessing he had some kind of midlife crisis when he was at the peak of it. Like, he had left Fraser and he had some movie money, mm-hmm. and he probably like, now's the time for me to date 20-year-old models. Yeah. And then just like blow through every penny he made. And he's like, oh shit, now I gotta make really bad movies. Oh, TV movies. Uh, let's bring Fraser back. And I could be wrong, he could be rich for all I know.
1: He no, he's definitely very rich, but he also uh from what I understand, at least used to or maybe still does, who knows, uh have a pretty bad coke problem. Ah. Um so like yeah, when you're rich douchebag, you've gotten you've gotten rich you've gotten to be able to become a rich douchebag by playing a rich Pretending douchebag on TV. Yeah. so like um and then yeah, mix some cocaine in that. Yeah, eventually you get to the Trump slope. You yeah. know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're kind of yeah.
0: sliding that way. I saw something recent, like an article with, about Erica Badu that was like, I even it was like from woke to MAGA to indie records. Erica Badu has a new album, and I'm just like, I'm not. I don't even want to click on this. Like, if, from what I understand from the headline, yeah. you just no. I can't I, take I that. I I can take a lot of stuff, but that's just like, and sure. I'm sh- I haven't heard from Eric about it doing a while maybe like if somebody was like Fiona Apple loves Trump and is playing at the Trump rally I have no investment in Fiona Apple Right. but I would still be like oh no surprising oh no. you know I don't yeah. know like if the Aerosmith was like hey they love Trump I'm like totally you know yeah. and, no, no no that that you yeah, at coming. least half yeah. of them have to you know they'd be like but my tax money Yep. you know no, I'm not making money again
1: I I'm not saying that uh Badu is part of the MAGA crowd now. I didn't read the article either, um, but it wouldn't surprise me. She talks kooky
0: about yeah. all kinds of things, you know. Yeah. Well when I found out that um, the lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins now owned a wrestling promotion, and that Billy Corgan is now like the Vince McMahon of a small indie NWA wrestling show, weekly he's on TV in the ring doing wrestling jokes. But like, my first thing I did after that is grab my phone and like searched: Is Billy Corgan a conservative? Mm. And apparently, yeah. n- no, he, make, he makes it a point to be like, no, I'm libertarian or something. I'm liberal. He, That's such bullshit. No, but he, he basically, uh, what had happened was apparently like in before, before Trump won, mm. when he was first running, he, he just thought it was funny that Trump was running and said something about it. Like made a public statement of like, I, I cannot believe that he's, he's winning. Mm. You know, like, yeah, it makes sense. He'll probably be president, you know, in this, in this country. And then everybody's like, oh, that means he likes him. But,
1: yeah, it's it's a thin line When, you, when you're when you treading on that stuff Like people, people will cast aspersions One way or the other well, that's what I,
0: mean? well, I think a lot of the rap like Not a lot of the rap world But there was a good point Like Kanye being a semi-example of that Of just going all in for Trump Just being mm-hmm. like I think a lot of people That don't give a fuck About politics in general mm-hmm. that, that are like 100% Those are just a bunch of rich white people Robbing me All of them <laughs> Yeah So if one person comes in And fucks them all up He's the best hmm but, I, you know, if you're not paying attention, that's how you get a Hitler. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, like, what is it called? The Project 2025? You no, know, that's, that's fucked up because that's not just him. Yeah. That's the Heritage Foundation. That's fucking the people who just put their money behind Nikki Haley. That's the Coke money. Mm. That's their project. Trump is down with that. They, they want Trump to win, and they will do it for him. But they they don't think he can win, so they're putting their money behind Haley now. They want to gut the entire government and replace every government employee with a fucking fascist. Someone who's sworn an oath to them over the Constitution. Yeah,
1: isn't it, um, they're trying to, like, institute the
0: Insurrection Act or something like that? uh, As part of it? Hmm? Mm-hmm. No? Am I wrong about that? I don't. I don't. I haven't heard that. Okay. I thought it was just they were just going to start firing every. Like they have. They have a list of resumes of people that have already signed an oath to like take their. Basically, they were going to make a deep state. They're they're so afraid of the deep state. They're going to make one. They're going to make a home homemade deep state. They don't understand that they they are the deep state already. Like they already yeah. have it. That's why we our votes don't count. Like you you already have it.
1: Yeah no no it's you know them in the deep state is the same thing as like when Fox will. Fox News, you know, be like, Oh, the mainstream media and it's like you you're the biggest yeah source of media in the mainstream. Yeah. Like it's just like the believable media wants you to believe. <coughs> right. <laughs> you know, the sensible
0: Um But Yeah, I don't know. We can we can move on from Trump. It's I funny don't. to think like in two hundred years or kind hundred fifty to a hundred years, they're gonna use Fox News like People will be writing a, a story, like a, a report for school, hmm. and they will, fu- they will cite Fox News articles about a thing as proof that it wasn't true. Hmm. You see that? Like, well, they, the Fox, you know, Sean Hannity said this. And they're like, oh, okay. And it must have been. Yeah, got five up, like, Pinocchios. Yeah. yeah, That's funny. Fucking,
1: um, ooh, more, more bad news. Fucking, I, I don't know that it's bad or good. I, I don't really care. But just seeing uh, Timberlake it has been getting dragged all oh, over the for Oh, right? for his
0: black scent? Uh, that that one, too, That's, yeah. that's what I saw. Was like Britney Spears' book brought up his his black scent. Yeah. Like, hey, Britney, which one sounds better? Hey, yo. Yeah. Or like, hey, yo. This <laughs> um, is on my bizzle? Yeah, just But, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Like Justin, it's
1: Britney, so it would be brizzle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But just like when you look back at the photographs, like what he was dressed like, you're like, yeah, that guy
0: definitely talked with a, a black affectation. Yeah, I mean, and he lived in a, like, I mean, I'm saying he grew up in a bubble. Like, you know, yeah. I'm sure he knew like eight people for mo- most of the time, and they were like in the plane with him, or like on their way to Sweden, or like in a training facility in Orlando, mm-hmm. you know. Apparently, he's got like a a house out. He's got like acres in the mountains somewhere in Tennessee. Yeah. Him and his actress wife and their mansion and kids and they live out in the mountains. And he's a he's a mountain man now with a beard.
1: Yeah, I've always like I know that he has roots in Tennessee, but I've always felt like when he moved over to like, I don't know, he's he's a, a Disney product. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's definitely remade himself into something better. Like, after dip, Dick in a Box, I think everybody's yeah. just like, oh, yeah. let's forget he was in a boy band. And
0: no, it's funny, he didn't really put out any music after that. Like, his comeback was doing SNL in mm-hmm. a weird way. Before that, he was just whatever, you know, a boy band guy. Yeah. It's a little bit cooler than the other ones, maybe sexy back. What? Like, what? You know, you don't know any of it. Cry Me a River, I guess. In That's he a great song. But he doesn't have, like. Like, Rolling Stone top 10 lists, you know, or top 100 lists of songs Mm -hmm. aren't going to be throwing his jammies in there.
1: Interesting. I don't know. I think he's got that era with Timberland. Like, Timberlake and Timberland? Yeah, no, I'm saying. I remember
0: it. I just don't... All I remember is the Crimea River, which I really don't remember anything except for the video controversy. If he hadn't made that video, Britney Spears probably wouldn't be talking shit about him in his black scent right now. Yeah, it's probably
1: true. Uh, Yeah, she... I definitely saw some some choice, little spicy words for, for him about uh, about okay. that song in particular, actually. But um, Say What You Will, it's probably the only, other than Dick in a Box, it's the only Timberlake song
0: I could like think of off the top of my head. Yeah. I'm bringing sexy back. Oh, and yeah. Just, that's the only one I really know. I'm sure there's another one that's from that era that was big that if I heard, I'd know, but. Yeah. But then I'm saying it's like Dick in the Box was after his songs. And then yeah. he had I know he's made albums since then. I just it's like when people talk about Bieber, like doesn't is big, I'd be like, Does he, he got songs? Like does he put songs That's the only one I ever heard of was that first one, a baby, 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 oh Right. But then yeah, he does. He actually does. He's no, he has every few it. years he puts out a song and he gets big and I know none. I have no idea. You know, it's crazy.
1: I think the I think he has like a uh Kelsey Grammer like handler fraser type situation, yeah, going on because I think just for a while there he got so like caught
0: up in his own hype yeah. that he just started making tons of fucking unforced errors. Well, I think he has some kind of medical condition now and <laughs> he might be done. What? what? Like he 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 had a tour and something happened with his voice. Mm-hmm. I thought there was some kind of like throat issue and over some kind. He's got some kind of disease where like. He kinda, I don't want to say he strokes something. Something happens. He's got some kind of thing and he stopped playing. Then he sold his whole catalog, like, not three or four, I mean, like, just a few months ago. Damn. He's one of the bigger ones. Because I remember when he sold his, it was as much as Dylan's or more. And I was like, what? But Dylan is, on, what? Like, you know how many movies right now have a Dylan song in them that are going to continue to pay royalties from streaming service? Like, whereas I don't, I don't know how many, I don't even, like I said, I don't even know that Bieber has songs. I know he does. But they're not Dylan's songs. No, absolutely. But I mean, like, I don't know. And the Proven staying power <laughs> is already proven staying, you know? Right. But I mean, yes, Dylan,
1: tremendous songwriter. But what I could see is just that, like, that uh, market share for Bob Dylan, yeah. it'll always be appreciated. But, like, I think his customer base is, is slowly dying out with yeah. him.
0: Like, the closer he gets to the grave, the closer... His crowd goes. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, but I don't know. I, I I'm sure that it's, it's it's class. I guess classic rock had that whole like rebirth era that what happened in my childhood, kind of thing. So I kind of see there's a lot of classic rock. that I don't know if it's timeless to me, but like I just think of like all those fucking big Rolling Stone hits, and they're gonna just keep playing, you know. Fucking, I can't get no satisfaction and shit is gonna be on the radio, whereas Justin Bieber is that shit's like disposable music. Yeah, yeah you know, absolutely. Pop in general. Especially if you get into history of music and you're watching like old lists of songs and shit, mm-hmm. it'll be like, mm-hmm. here's the top 10 from the 70s and like one of those songs still matters, you know, or you'll even have heard of. And that's always some crazy shit to me too, that. that.
1: Yeah, you mean like the, the kind of the
0: bubblegum factory? Yeah. Yeah. And how many of those songs can be like tainted love big hit like you bring up mm-hmm. tainted love yeah. when i talking about soft Soul. all my talk about northern soul as of late that <laughs> that song like i didn't know it was a cover when i when it first came out then oh, i was like wait, oh really? it's, a, it's a cover of a cover of a cover like it was a motown song kind of more motown era song that came out nobody cared moved on mm. got big in england somebody in england loved it so they covered it and that was in like the 70s so like 50s 70s nothing it flopped hmm. again, and somebody else covered it. Flopped again. Hmm. Saw cell covered it. Blew up.
1: Damn. On like its third life.
0: Yeah, fourth, really, but yeah. Damn. Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, I thought that was an original. No, I, I saw an interview with them that were like. Guess how much money we've made from that song since we didn't write it. <laughs> like, we made some money when we performed it immediately. We spent that money. We don't, have it. We don't get money from that song anymore. And like, wow, really? Long man. ago. No, yeah, that's not, nothing to do with them. The synth guy got more money than the singer because it, the um, composition was new. Clank, clank. What well, I mean? Clank, clank. Because like, he, he played it differently. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, you get what, what, like mechanical royalties or something like that? Yeah, technical, mechanical, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I know that music don't make no money, and Spotify keeps it on. Gives it to Taylor Swift now. Yeah. Kenny Chesney, however the fuck. I can't stop seeing Taylor Swift in the news. Did she do something again? Person of the year for time. Well, yeah, no, actually... First, there was a movie, and that was a little while ago. That was big. The football player crap keeps happening. But, yeah, she just got time, person of the year. Oh, Travis Kelsey, that's right. And conservative media lost their fucking mind. They think she's a CIA plant. I'm not even joking. There's, like, a whole section of Twitter X, whatever, that X Twitter, that says that that's the CIA is doing this. Taylor Swift is a plant to make kids turn liberal. They're like, well, they, like they had this whole idea that we're going to take a pretty girl and we'll make her seem like she's conservative by wearing country clothes and having an accent. And then she'll slowly turn liberal once everybody loves her. But
1: I don't think you really need to be a plant for that. I think that's just a really uh, a natural thing that
0: happens. And it's part of the ecosystem. Now, I think there's a certain amount of money you know that'll, that might turn you conservative. But then there's a certain amount of superstardom where you want to hang out in L.A. and New York and London and stuff. Yeah. Whereas, like when Kelsey Grammer per se goes to, is Spago still goes to Spago? You know, they're like, oh, Mm -hmm. God, that's him again. Uh, Do you have a reservation, Mister Taylor. Like, come on in. It's and it's yeah. But also, like, I don't know. That's that's, I have a hard time even understanding conservative (laughs) viewpoints. I can't be like, well, that's why they turn conservative. Like, I. Well, Well, it's kind of like um, you ever
1: seen like the comedian Shane Gillis? Where he talks about, oh, dude, he's hilarious. But he, he has a whole bit about um, just, like, conservatism and being a right-wing Republican. Is like, that shit creeps up on you. He's like, nobody sets out to do that shit. He's like, you think your dad graduated high school and was like, now I'm going to be a dick to everyone about everything. <laughs> like And set out to do that? He's just fucking reading too many books about fucking World War II and shit.
0: But that's the... Th- you're supposed to pick the good side when you read those books, right? But that's it. That always when it cracks me up when I hear Republican being like calling the li- liberal Nazis. Like when um when what's her name was like the the Gaspacho. <laughs> <laughs> Man, she's got her Gaspacho troops on me. It's Just like, but but you you guys know that they don't vote for them, right? But yeah, never mind. Well, I mean, also it was kind
1: of like when um, God, what senator was that during? But during the pandemic, one of them was like, "Oh, we got to get these fascist Antifa bastards out of Man. here."
0: And you're like, I, "What? Isn't it crazy that Antifa just like that was like the the all the problems in America were being caused by Antifa mm-hmm. until Biden got elected. And then yeah. they just stopped complaining about it. Like they were they they were, they were so mad about it. Like it was okay to kill people that were Antifa, not mm-hmm. like you know, 2 years ago. Yeah. And now it's not even a thing. Like they don't even blame stuff on it anymore. Like I um, don't you know. No, like uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, that's like basically they let him murder what three people? Yeah, he's broke now. He's been in the news the last like week. That his lawyers keep saying he doesn't have any money. It's funny. His lawyers are the ones like, "Hey, can somebody help him?
1: Yeah, exactly. give him some money.
0: Can they give it to us?" Where he's like, "I don't care. I'm still drinking all these stories." Yeah, I can't. <coughs> Is he gonna? I can't imagine what he's gonna do. Like pundant Zimmerman just faded away from the world i'm sure he's in jail right now or something or
1: yeah but you remember like for a while like zimmerman was like
0: painting custom like confederate flag yeah stuff he, he like, tried to join the circuit you know yeah right wing speakers and it didn't really work out for the hate monger circuit then he smashed his girlfriend's ipad or something
1: yeah yeah and then also got knocked out at a bar for bragging about how he's the one that killed trayvon um which is just grotesque yeah. but also i mean i guess when you're like oh wait this is going to be like you get your 15 minutes of fame and you, you probably do progressively more grotesque things to kind of hold hold on to it yeah M- milk it for the next you know yeah then you, no, no. um you know who knows maybe that's why uh like t- Timberlake getting dragged over Britney's memoir thing yeah. to me is kind of funny because it's like, man, she just put out the memoir now because like, you really haven't been cracking for ten or fifteen years. Like neither of you really. Well, she's in the media because of her behavior. right her, her her traumatic behaviors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like both. I think both of what she does herself and because of the... Dude, apparently her father got his leg amputated. I had no idea. Yeah, I... Don't know why. Didn't really care to look. Nah. Couldn't couldn't care more. I wonder if they're going to put a conservatorship on them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm
0: sorry, sir. You can no longer drive yourself around. No, she should do that shit like every ten minutes to her parents. Just like get a, hire another lawyer. Once that one can't do it, hire another lawyer. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to put a conservatorship on both of them.
1: Yeah, the mom's a kook, too, right? I don't know. Probably. I mean, they made her. Yeah, and also, anyone who kind of purposely kind of wants to put your daughter into a Disney factory, that's
0: just fucking weird. Hey, the 80s, the 90s, whatever. It was a strange time. Strange time. There was no money. Yeah, late, late 90s, early 2000s. Florida. Everybody had cocaine. It was just weird. Yeah. I'm guessing they come from Florida. I have no idea. I did any of those any, uh, any boy band, I'm like Florida. Believe I believe Brittany was uh based out of Louisiana. Not, I forget Lou Perlman. I remembered his name. Mm-hmm. There's like a there's a documentary on YouTube that Lance Bass had commissioned or, you know, produced. It's really fucking good. It's like the whole history of the boy band era and it's just like Lou Perlman is this guy who like was a total con artist. Yeah, he, he like one of his first companies. He like used a toy airplane and like got a picture of it and like had it like you know out of focus a little bit mm-hmm. to like use as like to prove that they had an airplane for their airline company. Oh, like oh. you know, and like had these fake. And it really, when you get into, it, you're like, it had to be cocaine. There's no way. Okay, so he's got this. He's in Jersey. And he's he's from New York area. And he's got mm-hmm. a a fake airline company. And then all of a sudden, now he's in Florida, and there is money. They actually have airplanes now, and there's a huge. They have a Whatever he's renting out airplanes to people, when he's not using them, he has a bunch of airplanes, but he just rents them out to other people. One day he flies a a band rents the plane and he sees how much money the and I forget what band it was like somebody he would heard of like a vocal group and he right. was like, huh, I could do this, and that that's that's the whole story behind yeah. what we know of the boy band world. Like and those kids, new kids on the block. It was the you know the originators. That's yeah, did he? Well, he flewed, I don't know. I he feel he like, like Nudo is
1: probably the no. No,
0: there's probably there's a bunch before the Bay City Rollers. I mean. They're, was that a boy band? There was one from, um, like, Scotland or somewhere that was a bunch of... Um, yeah, I think it's Scotland. They were like, the Bay City. That sounds American. And they, um, they're um they just a bunch of guys in funny costumes that mm. did pop, poppy pop songs. I really... I don't know any of the songs from them. Well, you'd think in, like, early Motown, like, mm. they weren't boys. They were, they were men. But, like, the, the idea of the original singing bands, even the first... You know, like the teenagers, Mm -hmm. Frankie Lyman and the teenagers. Right. Why do fools fall in love? Why do birds sing? Yeah, I hate all all that. That dude, when he was 10, he was running hoes. Then when he was 13, he was singing on the street corner. When he was 15, he had a pop hit, and then he was dead at 23. Really? Now, Frankie Lyman had a crazy, like, like he's like just a random street kid running, running them streets. And then he started singing. Hmm. He's like this, this is tiny little dude. And for some reason, they were like, eh, let's have the black kids on TV. They look, they look fine. They, they look nice. They got sweaters on. And they, yeah, right? they broke the racial barrier. Huh. I, I had no idea he had such an interesting life. Is there like some kind of book
1: we can get about
0: that? Um, probably, where did you
1: learn about Frankie
0: Lyman? I don't know. Um, just rock and roll history shit. It's just like, you know. The acapella groups were one of the big intros <laughs> to, the, to, to rock and roll in the beginning. They, they were happening at the same, up in New York at the same time that like, the Southerners were starting to like electrify the blues. Nice. Now the funny thing is you don't think about this, is a big one, but like, American rock was trying to get away from being blues. By you know like the Memphis guys were like they, they didn't they they had blues they wanted to be different right. But the English guys liked blues so much that when they started making their rock songs it was all just 100% blues based, mm-hmm. which made the Americans be like well fuck it. And just do blues. Yeah. <laughs> and then it brought blues back to American rock. There's a bunch of documentaries, too, and, like, rock history style where, like, all the old blues men were just like... And then we were broke as fuck. Everybody stopped giving a fuck about blues when rock came out. Oh, yeah. But then all these British guys started booking us, and we were like, what? <laughs> then all of a sudden, we're on tour with the British guys, and we started making money. Yeah, like again. the Stones, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were the ones that, like, came to America <laughs> to find Howling Wolf mm-hmm. and then played with him a bunch and, like, came his friend I'm sure he was like any way I can get some more money before I die sounds great to me yeah fuck that why Why wouldn't you like so many people exploiting
1: like some shit that you helped create Mm -hmm. and now they're all getting paid off it and you're not the least motherfuckers can do is come back and pay me (laughs) you know like fuck and because it's also like it's it's also like um and got hit with the smelly dog farts yeah, again, huh? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. She got right <laughs> up under me again. She's a killer. Um. Oh, you didn't have to blow it my way. Fuck. Just, it'll go away. Um. But no, you know, kind of, we've talked before about how, like, um, there is the natural life cycle of, you know, the ability to tour or sell records for any, you know, any genre, yeah. much less artist. You know what I mean? Like, so okay. you have your, like... If you're lucky, you have an original heyday, mm-hmm. and then uh, it dies out. And then 10, 15, 20 years later, you have the like resurgence, like throwback reminisce about that genre. And then you probably have like one of those tours where it's you and five other groups from that oh, era yeah, that yeah.
0: just do your like big hits. Yep. And then that keep cute movie. Yeah. This next one is one of our new songs.
1: No. No. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm still waiting for our band to have have that big comeback era. Yeah, uh, yeah. We uh may have may have missed the boat. Yeah. Yeah. We picked a genre where a lot of our fans are dead now from <laughs> years of drug abuse. Yeah. There'll be no comeback. Or or they no. went crazy from the LSD. Yeah. <laughs> like the last thing we want is all those motherfuckers. No. Yeah. You don't want them back in one place. <laughs> <laughs> focused You like the broom you can't take that
1: yeah they're gonna steal more cars and shit all over the fucking theater <laughs> fucking uh yeah but that's what I mean by it. like if you're lucky you get you get the big heyday and then you get a throwback run and that's probably it maybe you get another reminiscent one like 20 years after that but yeah. I mean how old are you gonna be at that point You know? Yeah. It's like, let's just say you had your heyday in your 20s. You're going to be at least in your 60s by that time. So, oh, man. I can't imagine, like, do you think the Stones just love playing that much? Or have they gotten themselves into some kind of jam? Like. Like they sold this old to the devil. Yeah. Like they're paying off all kinds of like, <laughs> uh, allegations yeah. or something. He's
0: like You'll be rich, but you'll have to keep playing until you die. And he's like, oh, that'll be fine. We'll be dead at 26. Yeah. are like, devil, you think
1: <laughs> 400 years later? No, they, they just announced another tour. Yeah. I believe.
0: Now they have a new album that just came out that a guy who gives a fuck. I can't imagine caring about a new stone song. Like they've been putting out new albums since like I was in high school. I remember steel wheels. Yeah, came out. Yeah, but
1: uh, I mean, I was never a huge Stones guy. Like, there's no, there's
0: some Stones Jones that I'm like, okay, I respect cool. their early career and that mm. what they did. Like, and I don't know, there, there's things about them. I like Brian Jones, and he's like looking back on. Isn't them, they, he the one to die? Yeah, Yep, yep. And I mean, they're all they were all fine in the beginning. They're fine. They make mm. even their original songs are original. They actually could write music. You know, mm-hmm. like they're not. But, yeah, I just never cared.
1: No, no, I've not been huge about it, but um, also just, like, what you're talking about, like, steel wheels and all that shit. Like, once you get into, like, kind of the 80s era,
0: it's pretty not good. No, but but they also, like, you know, the, the two tours before that, I forget which one, they were, like... We heard of this guy named Prince. We're gonna bring him out, and that didn't work. Like the audience fucking hated it, but they tried. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, Steel Wheels, which I saw two shows of. Mm-hmm. Living, I went. My mom loves the Stones, so she would always try to bring me to concerts to like, you know, bond. And Living Color opened for him. Yeah, and I would. Lo- that was when Living Color just came out, so dope. I was like, fuck yeah, and they were good. But the audience was racist as fuck. I'm not even gonna pretend like. Like me and my friend Jeremy ran down to the front. We're like, "Yeah, we know this band's gonna come out." And they came, called to personality. Yeah. We're, we're like, "Just right in the front." It's a big hit. You can do the N word, just N word, N word, N word. You can just hear them screaming. Half of the audience is like, "Get these off stage." N word, N word, N word. Bring out my damn Stones, rock and roll, woo. Damn. Throwing shit. You know, like there was just shit continuously being thrown towards them the whole time. Yeah, that sucks. It's insane. Like I, even to me, I was like, I, you know. This, this happens? Like This is some shit? We're out in public right now, you yeah. racist fucks. <laughs> you can't just shout that. And that's them. That. But they were good. The yeah. Stones were or Living Color? Living Color. Living Color was great. Yeah, yeah I, I
1: would imagine so. They were kind of a super
0: group. Yeah. People didn't realize that. I don't know shit of mine. Don't know now. Oh, really? I know we saw, we played a festival up in New York, and that one dude from Living Color was playing with Most Death's Man. It was uh, Vernon Reed,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like uh, Vernon Reed, Corey Glover, Mus Skilling's—they're all pretty, like, well established in their own right. Uh. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of rock and roll, and also that was really what back in the late '80s, probably like '88, yeah, something like that. So I, I, yeah, I might have my history a little fudged, but yeah, that's my understanding of it anyway. Um yeah, it's – like when when the Prince thing happened, because I had – I don't know if I read or listened to a podcast about him
0: trying to open for the Stones back before he – It was a podcast for me where they were like interviewing the, the woman from L.A. that he worked with the most in the studio. Mm-hmm. And it was – she was like – he was coming in and out of town while that was happening. And it was like her being like, you know, here's what he said when he got back. but Like a Jack Daniels bottle apparently hit him in the head one night. Yeah. And that was it for that. And he was like, "Okay, we're done now. Yep. We're gonna pack up and get the fuck off your tour." Bye. Yeah, that was fun, you know.
1: But also, okay. So here's the thing: as much as I think it's like really whack that his that the Stones crowd couldn't like be open enough to like be like, "Oh shit, Prince." But um, also, though, I was on the other hand, I was like, "Well, you know, he is wearing." Chaps with n- no draws, you yeah. know. He's like got the the, the ass cheeks hanging out. And he's, you know, doing that like er, you know the early prints when he was kind of on some like, yeah. o- almost like uh, BDSM or some shit. I don't know. Like, um, it definitely had like a weird. Um, but the androgyny vibe thing was popular
0: for that time. So I don't I don't know that like anybody. Who's- no, I mean th- I'd say the glam era had ended. Right. You right. know, but then the Stones weren't, you know, like the Stones could, you know, totally have Bowie opening in the early day, or whatever, but mm-hmm. whatever, or any of the T-Rex, clammy New York Dolls open for him and it'd be right, fine. Right, But I don't think. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, but yeah.
0: that era had ended and people were definitely like gay jokes, <coughs> you know, and using slurs openly at the time were, yeah. were kind of back. Mm. Especially with Prince, like you look at Eddie Murphy, you know, like or the Dave Chappelle Prince it's like the whole base of all those jokes are they dress like women. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean even um yeah, when they're t- uh what is it, Charlie Murphy's real true Hollywood stories or whatever. Yeah, So much of that is like uh
0: just being like yeah, you know where you bought that shirt. <laughs> you know, I mean? that's the fucked up thing about it is like y'all are mad because bottom line he gets more pussy than you. Yeah. by doing the thing that you think the Makes opposite, feminine yeah yeah the thing the, the opposite of what you think you do to get pussy right. and it's like no no you're getting pussy cuz you guys are rich and Eddie's got money that's right. why you guys are getting late. Hmm. you know prince has that that too but motherfucker is liquid sex you know like yeah. it's pure sex chicks are going to look at him and be like I will fuck that dude yeah like and that's even if you like go back to old prince interviews like his high school friends are like he was real nerdy but yeah, everybody wanted to fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was fucking everybody. He was hey. getting so much more pussy than us. Like that—that's <laughs> why his shows were bigger than our shows. Yeah, like because uh, like girls would come because they loved him and yeah. he they played that shit. You know, like
1: save some pussy for the rest of us, pal. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. But also uh, the whole thing, you know, that he was really good at basketball too. That was that was also mentioned in the Charlie Murphy thing. But uh, but yeah, I watched the whole uh, thing about it when he when Prince died and then uh, they were interviewing like his high school basketball coach and he was like yeah basically all he w- he had no interest in in like going to class he would just like sit in the band room and play music all day or he'd be on the basketball court and that's the only two things that he did mm-hmm. and they were like normally you know b- b- people get kicked out for that yep. but this guy was special
0: you know, a big one I was seeing with that, the, the studio lady, a thing she kept bringing up is that he was an early adopter. Like, whereas Peter Gabriel, too, you know, like mm-hmm. with drum machines and synthesizers. Like, oh, for sure. as they were coming out, like a lot of people, at just at the, for a minute there, like before the wash of them, mm-hmm. people were like, yeah, I don't know, that's not a real instrument, you know. And so they would be like, he could go to the studio and have five songs that night, whereas somebody else was still micing the drums up. Yeah. You know, like I mean, so he could go alone to the studio and knock out four or five instrumental tracks without having to like hire or bring in five or six other people and barely get one thing done. Yeah. And that's that's what she was saying. That that's what made him different than the other artists she was working with that like Oh, you mean that's part of why he could crank he, them whenever out? Whenever something came up, he was like, Oh, I got five you want one of these five? Wow. Here, we got we got seven in this in on this thing. And that she was saying like he she knew she had like twenty or thirty tracks from her era that once he owned Paisley Park for three or four decades, that there's Mm got to be just files upon files upon files. Oh, the vault's
1: got to be deep. And also, like, whoever was left to be in charge of that Mm -hmm. is definitely not adhering to Prince's uh, viewpoints on on releasing the music. Because, you know, he's on Spotify now. It's like, he used to be really strictly regulated. Like, you you couldn't even, like, YouTube the... uh, Super Bowl performance huh? Like You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> For years You couldn't find that on there And I, I believe that's back online now But You know All that had to do with like And being like No you have to come through my website And buy my
0: music directly And I mean He was smart Way you ahead know, of this time. I am surprised that there are not Prince tracks with rappers on them Dropping oh, you know, yeah. Weekly If not monthly Like yeah. just I, just that Like I got all these tracks. Just though anybody rapping on it, and say Prince made it,
1: right? Well, you know, like you said, he was an early adopter of fucking drum machines, so <laughs> it was surprising though that like Prince really never made a good rap song. He tried to, oh, he, he tried to get in there a few times, and you're just like Prince, don't we don't
0: you know, we don't need you to do this. I told you a while ago, there's this thing. I think it's called um Once Upon a Time in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and it's like some Prince fan makes these videos on youtube and what he does is just like gathers yeah, just every media clip ever of prince like news mm-hmm. interview other people talking other podcasts people talking and he does these like chronological orders where he doesn't do any or she doesn't do any narration they're just like here's the clips but it'll be like in order chronologically of like what was happening with prince but mm-hmm. he did not like rap he didn't no. like rap. He didn't understand it. He did not like it. Even <laughs> when he finally embraced it, even his people that were with him that were like, "You're not doing it right." Yeah. He's like, "Shut up! I'm gonna do it the right way. This is how it should be done." And like, mm. it never worked. I'm like, "My name mm-hmm. is Prince, and I am funky." Like, he should have never, never gone yeah, there. He just keep he making even... doves cry. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. It's just like, I think that he may have thought that just because he knows so much about music and technical skills and sh- things like that yeah. that he could get it but it's like not as a whole culture and a movement <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that kind of comes along with it and if you're not from it you probably shouldn't address it um but you know I, it's it was worth
0: him giving it a shot yeah I mean it, it's all pretty badly like yes at that point I'm sure Prince has good music after that that I don't know I couldn't tell oh, you yeah, no, he, no he totally does um I mean, the Funk album. Even is, Diamonds and Pearls. Like, I, I, you know, whatever. I was fine with know? it. Like I, I like I like the it. early stuff a lot. All of Purple Rain, pretty yeah. much. You know, um, most of the songs, the, the next two, three albums. I mean, definitely Purple Rain for me is the high watermark, but that's
1: also, it could be one of two things. A, yes, it was definitely the most popular. You know, that in what, 1999, right? But... Um, but also, it's like at the time that it came out, yeah, I'm like 11, so yeah. that 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 shit hit me hard. Yeah. That's one of no, the it's first formative. albums. You yeah, know, it's like, and it had the movie too. Mm-hmm. I used to watch that movie all the time. Uh, I, uh, like even
0: like the song structure is classic rock songs. It's it's you yeah. know, they're like here's the intro, here's you know it's it's here's the guitar solo. It's they're they're cl- they're put together like songs are supposed to you know yeah, not that songs can't be whatever they want, but. It's it's just it's, it's a good album. From beginning to end, it was really well made. Absolutely. So were the next, so were 99. So it fucking, you know, the next two, whatever. What's, what's the other one after that? The Colorful, the Blue. Graffiti Bridge,
1: maybe? Uh, no, Sign of the Times.
0: Yeah. He shouldn't, I, mean, I, I personally don't think he should have fucked with that. Like, he didn't need to make any more movies. Like, honestly, un, you know, he could have stopped at Purple Rain. I'd have been fine with that. But he went through the trouble of building a fucking studio. <laughs> Might as well start making Graffiti Bridge and fucking Cherry Moon.
1: Oh, yeah, Under the Cherry Moon. I mean, no, it definitely didn't work again. It didn't have that magic. But, like, at the same time, you can't make something as impactful as the album and the movie, Purple Rain, and then have them have that kind of outsides impact and then
0: not
1: attempt to follow it up. Like, no matter – you have nowhere to go but down after that.
0: But you can't not try. It's like, did Madonna make another movie after *Desperately Seeking Susan*? Yeah, uh, she made *Who's That Girl*. That girl? When, uh, oh, that's right. Wait, isn't? Then, then. It's so I'm like, isn't that *Desperately Seeking Susan*? I'm like, this, for some reason, I have the. the, the I don't nah, know. The, there's a puma in, uh, in *Who's That Girl*. And then in there, one with her and um, like Shanghai or something. Her and Sean Penn made one together, didn't they?
1: No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but also, she was in Dick Tracy. Yeah. And that was big at the time. Yeah. Like, people kind of forget how big that movie was. Yeah. Remember, it had, like... How big was... Was was Dick Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> Madonna was, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> Book me for that one. It's got big energy. Um, but no, if we think about it, I bet you... Like, but the thing is that Madonna in her movie roles just like with everything she kind of gets more credit than she deserves in my opinion and uh luckily there's no one for people to listen and call and complain about my what you said what about Madonna I just talk about early adopter um
0: she she was just getting in early on everybody else's shit yeah she's she's like a she's like Drake (laughs) said what Her, her and Drake very similar artists uh uh like, what's hot, what's hot in the streets? Mm-hmm. That nobody knows that I didn't invent yet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Fucking... Uh, but the difference, though, between, I would say, like, her movie career and Prince's one monster success and then, like, two kind of epic failures, is that, like, with Prince, he was, like, the auteur of all of it. You know what I mean? Like, he was writing, producing you know direct me i think he directed one of them i think under the cherry moon
0: i i think so but i don't know yeah i i definitely remember his... i know one of them he kept being like okay we got a new leading lady nope oh, she broke up okay we got a new lead. i met a new girl at a bar okay there's a new woman in, like and and one of the movies they just they had to switch out the the leading lady like three or four times and one of them was like a lady that did poems that he was trying to produce
1: i, I mean that's kind of one of his things. It was a ticket. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I mean, that's even in uh, Purple Rain. Like the whole story of Apollonia, yeah. the love story, is just like, oh, I want to make it big so I know I got to f- fuck Prince and yeah. then he'll make me famous. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. something he did. Yeah. You know? uh, was Apollonia 6 fucking, um, was it Sheila E? Yeah, Sheila E. Well, there's one, but she's actually a very accomplished musician. No, yeah, there's
0: one that's Irish. That's either Sheila E., Sheila Easton, Sheena Easton. Wait, what else? Sheena Easton? Is one of them that he made tracks with? And the, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't I realize that. True. But you can almost always tell one of those uh, Prince made factory tracks just because, like, he uses the exact same drum sounds yeah. on like everything. Yeah. Um. So you kind of always know it, it's him, but. <laughs> I mean, even um, Man. I'm not saying he was fucking Morris Day in the time.
0: No, but but hey, well, I mean, but he they did. would tell you that they got fucked by Prince yeah. if they had to. <laughs> not anymore. Now that he's dead, they're like, it was great to work with Prince. I don't know. I've heard um, they're torn right interviews now. with Morris
1: where he just talked a lot about like because like basically you know Prince was writing all that music. He just had no way to put it out, so he, he would create well,
0: bands. Prince would. Only let them play music that he wrote. Mm. I think is another way to put that. And there's a reason that like everybody kept leaving the band. Like you know what's his name is like um the two guys that made Janet Jackson's music are oh, all back in the time Jimmy, now. Jimmy Jam and yeah. like they're actually what made it made is it. Is it Terry Lewis a, and a Jimmy Jam? Thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And they're... they're I watched a documentary about like that just show like their little studio they working together and mm-hmm. it's it's just it's like a they have like a warehouse mm-hmm. and just like two walls are just fucking plaques and he's the guy interviewing he's like no those two like damn how many plaques is that and he's just like I, I ch- are you joking and he's like i know it took that guy like 4 days to get him up there yeah. you know and he's like and that's and he's like wait now come here and they open the door and it's like this just a room just where they just pile the against the wall and it's like <laughs> oh, dude they just come in they come in every week yeah, just, you they- don't even know how many songs they made but there was like a while in the 80s where they were just like just cranking them just i mean that whole uh
1: that was the sound of pop for a while like the kind of in, in in that, like, milieu that if you were, like, adjacent to, uh, between, like, uh, the Prince sound, the Janet Jackson sound, like, that whole, like, Rhythm Nation type the,
0: thing. The, the corporate, to be yeah. honest, like, what yeah. the, the record label was like, well, we, got stuff, your music. Yeah. we got your music, don't worry. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But, I mean. and And their whole thing was any new synthesizer that came out. Mm-hmm. That, like, the day came, like they knew They would be like Hey Roland yeah. you know, What you got And like the day it came out They'd be in the studio And be like Okay we're gonna stay in the studio For three days Make about ten tracks And then we'll sell those To whoever And they'll be the first ones With these presets <laughs> Before everybody else Gets them out Yeah yeah, And that's how they had An original sound
1: which... Yeah I think there was Probably a fair amount Of cocaine involved yeah. in that uh, just, That's how you crank out Like 50 hits in, yeah. in a fucking weekend Yeah You know you just like Keep making these Really simple Really up tempo tracks that match uh your heart rate <laughs> you know like douche douche douche
0: i think we got another hit boys i'm still wanting to make a christmas record ever since i read that article about how to make money on the <laughs> on spotify i read this article a little while ago And most of the tips one of them was just like make a holiday record hmm. you have no idea how many how much streaming this gets every year and i i just can't imagine doing that and having my name on it kind of thing. Yeah. Like I want to make a pseudonym, get really, really, really drunk. <laughs> just, yeah. This is the Christmas time, it's the holiday cheer. <laughs> Give me another beer.
1: Yeah, I just, I have a really hard time with that. I just like, as, as I don't know if you
0: call it a genre, but just as a style of music, uh, I can't. Do you think there's a Festivus album out? You think somebody has, has made Festivus carols? It has to be. And put them on Spotify? It has to be pretty funny the idea that you could I wonder if Seinfeld could sue
1: probably I would bet yeah. but I mean that also became one of those things that was like a cultural phenomenon yeah it like it obviously starts at Seinfeld but like it just became a running gag in the fucking culture for a while yeah where it's like eh, I do celebrate Christmas I celebrate Christmas for the rest of us yeah you know um, which it was very well done
0: but uh not that there's anything wrong with
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing there. Yeah. It's pretty... no soup for you. Pretty good. I'm loving every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we uh I think we did it. Yeah. I was yeah, I was gonna get up and go to the bathroom, but now I'm like, eh, we're
0: at fifty five. Yeah, that's 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 more than they deserve.
1: I mean we went like twenty minutes over a couple weeks They're not ago, even so.
0: still listening. Yeah. There's I mean, like a dog looking up right now like, duh? <laughs> <laughs> hey about Spotify on? Smelly dog, hey, like, you know, It makes her feel good when we're not at the house. We leave Spotify on and she listens to jerk talk. No. Uh, jerk and Tom just uh,
1: All right. Well, um Yeah, that, that that's that about does it. We're closing on whatever that was. Um Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, worst or nots of all ages, you have now been rocking with the worst. Uh, I am your host, Faleo Iglesias, MC Onion, The Rapscallion, De Franco, The Archduke de Mode, Von Luftballoons, Balloons, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. With me as always, Adam Strange, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, The Vice Count, Dirty Finger. And, uh, yeah. You've been rocking with the worst because two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worse. <laughs>